The opinions, views and beliefs expressed are those of our guest speakers and do not necessarily reflect the viewpoints of Mindful Trinity or the policies of the company thereof. The content of the show does not constitute any legal or medical advice and is provided for the general insight and guidance. If you require specific legal, medical or any professional advice, you should contact a specialist or a qualified practitioner. Please note, Mindful Trinity is a non-religious, non-sectarian organization and we are not affiliated to any religious organization. In life, there'll be so many people that offend you. And if you take every single offense to heart, you will drive yourself insane. You know, all of us are fighting some sort of battle. Every day is a battle, whether it's an internal battle or an external battle. But everyone is fighting some sort of battle. But when we take care of this, our mind, we're on our way to, you know, survive. Because it all starts here. Then it manifests into the body. That's how people start... Uh, experiencing gut issues and other ailments of the body. Hi everybody, welcome to Mindful Trinity. I'm your host Vaishnavi Charan. So on today's episode we are going to be doing something slightly different. We are going on a journey within getting to know ourselves better and understanding ourselves better. We spend majority of our time with ourselves, so it's best that we understand ourselves better. Let's take this opportunity to get relaxed, take a comfortable seat. If you have back issues, you can always rest your back against the wall, so the wall is your guide in alignment. And if you are being seated on a chair, have your back against the, the backrest. Roll your shoulders backwards and down with your sternum protruding. And if you have essential oils, you could put a few drops in your diffuser. Or you could actually put some on your burner with your tea light. But if you don't have those, you could maybe light a scented candle. Although I don't really recommend scented candles due to chemicals. But if you don't have anything else just for today, maybe you can use that. But going forward, if you can get essential oils, chemical-free oils, make sure they're chemical-free, then you can use that in your meditation practice. Take a nice deep inhalation. Hold the breath. as you're ready to let go, release the breath through your mouth with a sigh. 
So we're going to use this moment as an opportunity for us to release toxins from within our body. Most of the time when we are stressed and only spending time in our mind, it creates more havoc within the body. So it all starts off in the mind and then makes its way into the body, into the bloodstream, into, into the different organs, cells of the body and so forth. So we're going to take advantage over this opportunity to release those toxins, freeing ourselves of these toxins. So this is more therapeutic. And the more you do it, the better for you. It doesn't work just in one session. Of course, you see the benefits after just one session. But continuously, you do this, it'll be an even better, bigger change. So you're going to relax, calming the mind, calming the body. Taking a nice deep inhalation and follow the breath. Notice how the breath, when it enters the nostrils, passing the epiglottis, down the throat, down the lungs, diaphragm expanding into the abdomen, abdomen expanding. If you are strong enough, you can take it all the way down to the pelvic floor and hold the breath for about four counts. After the fifth, after the fourth count, you're going to release the breath in an upward motion and count to five, five breaths. You're releasing it through your mouth with a sigh. So you're gonna keep this, this rhythm, keep this momentum going. Slow down the breath. And whenever you find your mind is becoming restless, it wants to wander, which is natural for the mind, very gently, very kindly, bring the mind back to the body with the breath and focusing on the rise and the fall of the chest, aligning the heart rate with the breath. So you're going to soften the forehead, relax the facial muscles, relax the, relax the jawline, relax the cheekbones, relax the neck, relax the shoulders, relax the upper back, the middle back and the lower back, relax the heart. Soften the heart, soften the abdomen, soften the hips, soften the joints such as the knuckles, the elbows, the knees, the toes. And as you breathe in deeply, hold the breath for a couple of seconds. And as you're holding that breath, allow the breath to catch on to the toxins and 
soon as you're ready, you're going to release the breath through your fingertips, through your toes, out through the mouth with the sigh. So be present, be mindful. Notice where you normally feel more discomfort in the body, more pain. So when you breathe in, allow the breath to go to that part of the body. Within that vicinity, you can allow the breath to catch on those toxins, hold it, and you're gonna visualize as you release the breath, visualize the toxins leaving your body with a sigh. Taking a nice deep inhalation and very gently rubbing both your palms together and placing both your palms over your eyes as if you are cupping it, cupping both your hands over your eyes without any pressure as you take a nice deep exhalation relaxing another nice deep inhalation and simultaneously you're going to bring your fingertips down your eyes and at the same time opening out your eyelids allowing the light to enter into your eyes very gently i hope you are doing much better feeling more relaxed feeling more free And if you haven't set your intention for yourselves as yet, please do so now. You can bring both hands together. Over the heart center, you can be placing your hands in the prayer mudra. These are just hand gestures. And we're going to speak with intention. Bowing down towards the heart, offering gratitude towards yourself for making it onto your mat, onto your seat, and giving this time for yourselves. Because I mean, this is actually a gift to yourself, for yourself. And bringing both your palms in prayer towards your mouth and only speaking words of kindness, words of love, words with good intention over yourselves and over other people in your life. Bring the hands to your third eye and offering a prayer of gratitude towards yourself once again and only thinking positive thoughts for yourselves and for others. Bringing your hands back to your heart center and only releasing love, goodness into the world. You know, the mind, the body and the soul. So basically, your mind is connected to you, to your consciousness, which is situated 
in the heart center and slowly coming out of it so hopefully you are feeling much better i know i am again thank you so much for taking the time for coming onto this podcast session today and i hope you benefit from it as well So most of you have been listening to my podcast from the inception when I used to do it live on Facebook and I'm very grateful to all of you for that. And you may be aware that I take most of my knowledge from ancient Vedic texts such as the Bhagavad Gita and so forth and also other philosophies such as NLP. For those of you that are unaware what NLP is The acronym NLP basically means neuro linguistic programming. And in a nutshell, neuro linguistic programming is is a way of changing people's thoughts and behaviors to help them achieve their desired outcomes. It is very difficult as we get older to change our thoughts and our behaviors because most of us are set in our ways but if you're willing to change those things that are weighing you down research them associate with like-minded people and practice every day you are you're on your way to making a very big change in your life which will help you in the long run So we are going to be speaking today more specifically on two different types of people. The flexible-minded person compared to the inflexible-minded person. So this is a good time for you to get a book and pen because we are going to be taking down notes, getting to know ourselves better, like I said. And none of us are perfect. All of us have our faults. but when we acknowledge those faults and we work on them to better ourselves in order to be better for society to help society it's the best gift that you can ever give to yourself and give to society in general so i'm going to be um maybe what you can do is fold your page in in equal halves I'm going to show you how we're going to do it. You got a book. Okay, those of you that are watching this on YouTube so you can actually see. You're going to fold it in an equal half. So then you're going to on one side you're going to jot down flexible mind and in brackets put abstract. and on the next section you're going to be putting inflexible mind and in brackets you're going to be putting concrete and i'm going to demonstrate for those of you that are going to be watching it on youtube then you can actually see for those of you that are listening on other podcast channels you can just listen attentively and you can always go to the youtube channel thereafter and watch it to get more of a deeper understanding but i'll try my best to speak clearly so all of you understand a flexible minded 
person is the words flexible can explain for itself you take this tissues you can actually bend it in any direction so it's flexible okay it's flexible but if you take something that is more hard i'm taking using my phone here and you cannot bend it in any direction that makes it inflexible you're going to be putting yourself in the situation to get to know yourself better and like i said whichever category you fall under you don't put you don't let that go to your head if you finding that you are inflexible you do not be hard on yourself you just take the necessary steps how you can overcome that how you can learn from it because in every situation we have an opportunity to learn and also an opportunity to reinvent ourselves and if you find yourself to be flexible minded don't let that get to your head as well it it can grow your ego and that is actually not good for your spiritual growth flexible minded person is someone that strives to maintain an open mind so in simpler terms a person with a open mind they are not set in their ways maybe they are doing something a certain way and they've always been doing it that way but someone new comes to them and tell them there's a better way to do it because it maybe it'll save you time and it'll give you more time to do other things as well a flexible minded person with a, is open minded and he will say yes i'm open to learning something new if it will save me more time then definitely i'm open to learn a inflexible minded person on the other hand they are set in their ways and they believe that their perspective is the only way and there's no other way so they reached a level in their life that there's no other growth opportunities because they feel like their way is the only way and there's no other way it can be dangerous especially i mean if you're doing something that takes maybe the entire day but someone comes with a a different idea telling you, you know what you, i can teach you to do this within an hour or even less you'll definitely take it and i will definitely take it but again like i said everyone are set in their own way and you will know what's best for you yeah it's actually very good to do the self evaluation to get to know how you're doing and what can you do differently in order to save time as well a flexible minded person says i'm open to new ideas and perspectives just like that they are open to learn and the inflexible person inflexible minded person says i must be right all the time and none of us are right all the time i know me for one i'm a student student of life i could have a qualification in a certain thing but i still don't know everything and i'm i'm constantly learning from other learned personalities so that i can increase my knowledge and i can be there for my community 
again, the flexibly minded person says that there are many truths out there, truths beyond uh, their experience and has been proven by a scientific method. In a nutshell, this means that he believes that there are many teachers out there, there are many thought leaders out there, people that he can learn from, and he doesn't know everything. So it's something to think about. And when you're actually learning from various schools of thought, you actually know when something makes sense. And I know when I'm reading, I it, it becomes so exciting because as I'm reading, I'm learning even more and I cannot wait to learn even more because I know there's an ocean of knowledge out there and I'm hungry for knowledge and that is why I'm forever learning. Then the... Um, the inflexible-minded person says, I am not interested in hearing anything that contradicts my opinions, beliefs, or current worldviews. Again, they are set in the ways and they, they believe that there is no other way. Their truth is their truth. And again, you, you cannot disturb their peace unless they are willing to make a change. So it's also... I think I think for us um, as indiv individual personalities, when someone does not want to be told anything new, doesn't want to learn, you need to respect that and leave them. If and when they are ready to learn something new, they will actually contact you. Maybe they are proud and they don't want to learn because like I said, they feel like they know everything. And that's also okay because all of us are free to be whoever we choose to be. When we have the flexible minded again, he strives not to make harsh assumptions. From my personal experience, I've learned that making harsh assumptions is not very good for our, for our own growth. We need to be patient, patient with ourselves and learn instead of just assuming without even knowing. And the inflexible minded says, I reject ideas that I disagree with or dislike. So this person feels if these ideas weren't made by him, he will just reject it. And if he dislikes it, he will reject it. So, yeah, I don't need to explain any further on that one. The flexible-minded person says, I listen carefully. I listen actively to understand people. You know, we live in a, in a society right now where, whereby everything is fast-paced. And when we listen or when we're having a conversation with another person, a lot of the times, because maybe we are rushing and we don't have time, and this person is maybe taking his time to get his point across, you may 
cut this person off and just try to complete their, their sentences. But maybe they're not even trying to say what you are uttering. So it's always good to be patient. Listen attentively. Don't just listen to respond. Because sometimes you'll be listening to what you want to listen or what you want to hear. So always be patient because some people out there, I mean, all of us have our own issues that we are dealing with. None of us are perfect. I mean, we here on this material planet. This material planet is a school and we are having lessons every day. And if you do not learn the lesson, it always repeats itself. Maybe, maybe with a different person at a different time in your life. So you can't even run away. Just learn the lesson. And that is why I try my utmost best to listen. This world needs more listeners. We have many speakers. Some people are professional speakers. But we need more professional listeners. I am trying to be a professional listener. And it, it is a journey. I mean, it doesn't happen overnight. But we learn, be honest. And this journey will, it, it, will, it will be amazing. I mean, we will have our, our hardships now and again. But it's okay. It's just stepping stones to get to where we are heading. But self-evaluation is, is essential for your growth. At least when you're on this journey, ask yourself certain questions. How am I doing? How are my relationships? I had a three-day seminar with His Holiness Bhakti Chaitanya Swami last year. And we did a workbook together for the attendees. And one of the things he asked, um, the, the question that he actually uh, put together for the work, workbook, how are my relationships? Because sometimes when we have relationships with people, sometimes we may have a fallout, but we don't know what happened, what uh, provoked the situation. Is there a way that we could you know, work on the situation, overcome it. And that is why this internal self-reflection is so essential for our own growth. And the inflexibly minded person says, I listen only to have my views validated. Well, for me, I, I just feel that is very selfish. You cannot only listen or speak because you feel you know everything. Even the most intelligent person in this world doesn't know everything. And I always feel the best teacher are those that are always learning. The best teacher is the best student. The flexible-minded says, I allow time to reflect upon new ideas that I don't immediately understand. And like I said, it's, it's very healthy to take time out for yourself. I contracted COVID last year. And during that time, I felt it was a blessing in disguise because I had more time for myself. I was writing more. Yeah, I was journaling every day. And, you know, we live in a fast-paced world, like I said. And we don't make time for ourselves. We make time for others. But to make time for ourselves, it's, it's very difficult at times. So I was very grateful for that time. 
I practiced more gratitude. I just focused on my internal self, healing from the inside out. And I guess that was one of the best moments in my life because I got to know my strengths much more better. And the weaknesses, I tried to work on that. All of us have weaknesses. I tried not to go onto social media so so often as I used to because at that time during the the crux of the pandemic users of social media were sharing more negativity more fear of the pandemic and I didn't want to allow fear to take over my life I just wanted to have positivity to grow so that I can overcome this this very weird disease that just took over the world. And the inflexible-minded person says, I am offended when people or things don't meet my expectations as all things must serve to appease me. And this, this is also very dangerous because in life, there'll be so many people that offend you. And if you take every single offense to heart, you will drive yourself insane. You know, all of us are fighting some sort of battle. Every day is a battle, whether it's an internal battle or an external battle. But everyone is fighting some sort of battle. But when we take care of this, our mind, we're on our way to you know survive because it all starts here then it manifests into the body that's how people start uh, experiencing gut issues and other ailments of the body you know many months ago i spoke to a doctor i also interviewed him on my podcast and he said something that made sense to me and it was a wow moment as well because I always thought that it was just people in the um, health and wellness field, that in the natural field of health and wellness, they would say that the body has a tendency to heal on its own. But he also mentioned that. But we just need to rest. And, and when we rest, the body does heal. Resting doesn't mean having a busy mind. You need to rest that mind. Shut down for a few moments and that is why during yoga during the shavasan um, posture a lot of us actually fall asleep to sleep on the mat i'm guilty of it i slept on the mat for quite a few sessions and it feels like you're sleeping for the for the entire night five minutes can feel like it's an eternity which is good rest is good because sometimes when we asleep at night, we're not really sleeping. We are thinking about so many things at the same time. So yeah, Shavasana is also a very good way of resting. Yoga is a natural way of healing the body. And the last two, flexible-minded, a flexible-minded person will say, I let people finish speaking before I judge them or make 
a conclusion. And again, I think it is human nature. All of us are guilty of this at some point in our lives where we actually judge people without even knowing them. And I always tell myself to take a step back. None of us are perfect. Understand what the person is going through before even saying anything. And if you don't know a person, if you don't know them intimately, you don't have any right to tell anything about them. And if you are not helping somebody, do not speak about them. In other words, do not gossip about them. Only speak if you are helping that person. Do not be negative to another person. Because it will definitely come back to you. If you know about the law of karma, which is a different topic altogether. It will definitely come back to you. Whatever you put out there, it comes back to you. So always be kind. Be loving. Give those beautiful words. Attract that same beautiful words to yourself. The inflexible-minded. I would rather prove other people to be wrong than have my worldview expanded. Now, for me, this just tells me that it will take a lot of my energy. It is not my business to even prove the next person to be wrong. Why should I? I always allow people to be their own selves. Especially if I'm involved and if they think of me in a certain way. I'd rather leave them to be thinking of me in that way than proving to be right. This world, our life on this earth is short. And none of us know what role each person plays in, into our life until that person is gone. It could be maybe they left this world or their friendship or the relationship with you is over. But it's not your business to even prove that person to be wrong. Just let it go. Take the lesson out of it and move on. And there's lessons in every situation that we go through. I'll tell you a small story. Many years ago, I was living in... Johannesburg, which is a different city here in South Africa. And at that time, I moved back to Johannesburg. I was living in Johannesburg before I came back to Durban, then I moved back to Joburg again. And I found a place that I liked because before that I was boarding with other people and I wanted my independence, I wanted to live alone. So I found a place and I paid, I paid my deposit for this property. I was so excited. I was already planning my future, all the things that I want to buy and my, my alone time. Rent in Johannesburg is very expensive compared to Durban. So I worked so hard and I had my deposit, I had my month's rent and all of that. But something within me was telling me, you know what, this is too good to be true. But when you make decisions out of emotion 
and when you feel something is is too good to be true it is too good to be true and because i've made this decision with emotion i was shot in the foot i was scammed so the all the money that i put in for this property was taken away from me and money is energy in our culture we we say money is lakshmi and yeah so that money was taken away from me i was so depressed i was crying i couldn't get out of bed because i mean i worked so hard for that money and it was taken away from me and what can i do i can't get it back the police didn't do anything up till today they never took my statement was i going to be spending my my energy and my time trying to track these people down because they may i don't know who they were and when you scammed you are you actually a victim but i told myself i'm not going to be a victim i'm going to be a victor from this and i'm going to take the lesson out of it and i did take the lesson out of it not to repeat it again and i told other people as well so they don't repeat it and during that time i read a book um is it is called the teachings of queen kunti and i promise you that book was a blessing in disguise for me it came at the perfect time i was praying for no problems and yeah i was i had such a huge problem and she she prayed for more problems because she can she can remember god i'm not saying that we all should be you know praying for problems i'm just saying she is a queen a person of high stature and she prayed for problems so she can remain um mindful of god always keep him in a in a mind and and in her thoughts and i just i just thought gosh you know this is an opportunity for me to be more god conscious i need to remember him more i need to remember him both in my good and my bad times because sometimes we are i think we all guilty of this when things are going good we forget about god but when things are going bad we always remember him and all of us have good karma and bad karma so that maybe that was actually a part in my journey that i needed to repay someone for something that i maybe i borrowed something from somebody i borrowed money from somebody and i needed to pay it back and i never did so i just took it as that they they there are so many different lessons that i took from that whole situation and it's good for us to analyze our own situations our own lives go on to on to go into an internal journey delve deeper within get to know yourselves know your strengths know your weaknesses work on those weaknesses make it your strengths and with the strengths as well just be grateful help others don't laugh at others i think there's too many people out there that mock other people without helping them but they don't realize that they also have their own problems but it feels good laughing at the next person it makes you forget about your own problems
but be kind to one another. I think, I think this world needs more kindness. It needs, it, it needs more love. And only then, it will, you know, it will give out this ripple effect. When you throw a, sto when you throw a stone in a pool of water, the ripples go out. It's the same like that. You throw a positive word, it will ripple out. You throw a bad word, a negative word, it will ripple out. So more kindness, more love, more appreciation, more reciprocation. Don't just be a taker, be a giver. It's good to give gifts. It's good to receive gifts. Balance it out. Don't just give. And when people also, you know, want to reciprocate with you, they want to give you a gift, receive it with a, you know, a grateful heart. So it's good to give and receive. It's also one of the six loving exchanges in Vedic culture as well. So thank you so much for listening for uh, to today's podcast. I hope you all enjoyed it. And if there's anything else that you would love to learn from me or my speakers, please do get in touch with me. And I'm sorry that I neglected you for over a month. I've been very, very tired recently, especially after having COVID last year. My body is getting tired more than it used to be. So I'm just giving my time, giving myself time to recover nicely. And if I feel like, you know what, I cannot do today, I, I take a break. And I'm also very grateful that I have so many wonderful people in my community, whether it's YouTube, whether it's Instagram, whether it's, you know, any of the podcast channels. I'm just very grateful that all of you are still remaining here still supporting me and if there's any way i can support you please do get in touch i will leave the link in the bottom you can just click on it and get in touch with me i'll be very happy to have a conversation with you and yeah just looking forward to growing learning and growing with all of you sending you lots of love from my heart to yours bye bye if you resonate with our content like follow subscribe and leave us a review we're always happy to hear from Mindful Trinity family. Are you looking for chemical-free products to enhance your well-being? Then look no further. Purification essential oil is most known for its ability to neutralize odors. However, this blend has other therapeutic benefits as well. Applied topically, it also soothes minor skin irritations and abrasions. It also cleanses and purifies the skin while restoring natural pH balance. I add a few drops to my humidifier. It produces a clean invigorating aroma, clears the air of unwanted odors, freshens musty and stale areas with its lively scent, and it contains lavender, an ingredient that helps clean and purify the air. Click the link in my bio or on the link below to qualify for the discount and don't forget to punch in the discounted code.